Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of Organic Matters, the podcast brought to you by the Irish Organic Association. And I'm delighted to say that Selena McKenzie is here with us today, a sheep farmer, and we haven't had a sheep farmer for a while. So, Selena, thank you very much. Whereabouts in the country are you based? I'm based in County Wicklow on the um, east coast of the mountains. So we have a lovely view down to the sea and then we have mountains behind us which um, considering I grew up in Longford where my the land was very flat and um, it's a, a, a it is a joy of dry land in comparison of yeah. what I grew up with. And views there is something especially lovely about Wicklow I just feel like the atmosphere is different I don't know is it all the broadleaf trees or what is it but it is an yeah lovely spot and how yeah. big is the farm and how many sheep do you have? We have, uh, we're on 57 hectares, about 143 acres. And about we've got six acres of woodland in the centre of the farm. And um, then we run, try and run and um, lamb down uh, 300. It, we're in and around the 300 mark every, you know, every year was our ideal. But, you know, sometimes things happen. And... We um, this year just at going through the yos, we had a lot of um, uh, you know mastitis in the in the summer, so that a lot of those that I hadn't treated during the summer showed up when we were handling them. So we've got a you know a handful of culls that picked up just before we brought them to the ram, which is a bit of pain. So um, I'd say we'd be we'd be two ninety three hundred this. Um, you know, this lambing. How do you and deal with And we keep all our replacements. You don't do any fancy homeopathy or any kind of... Any, any no, problems? but funny you should say that. I went, we, myself and Alex went to Biofarm in, um, you know, the knots. And there was, I did pick up a book of homeopathy and brought it home, but I haven't quite got there yet as um, um, in treatment. Um so, but I, you know, every day is a school day, and uh, I do think there's a lot to be said for it. You know, people have friends up the road, and you know, he would swear by it. So, um, I think if there's you know, a culture of lack of confidence in using homeopathy in agriculture, which you know is more a reflection of us than than the homeopathy, if that makes sense. What do you think caused all the mastitis? Was it just the... Um, and I think the weather this year wasn't particularly nice in those, in the early, you know, in the early summer and that made them cold and they were lying around. Maybe there was a bit more mud around when they would have been milking. Um, um, that would be a practical, um, you know, thing of it. Maybe the fly was more aggressive this year. Um I haven't heard that from any other farmers saying that they had particularly bad fly, fly blow, you know, maggots. But what, uh, uh, what, what breed of sheep would you have, and do you finish the lambs yourself, and where do you? Send we, them? we run. Um, we, we ran a Bell Claire for quite a few years, and then a Clin for our breeding yos and. Um, and then back onto a Texel, um, and they. But this last year, then we got we use Texel because they've got a low um, worm resistance, so that's 
you know, very attractive and, and organic situation. And then we've we've actually run a, a New Zealand Romneys, two New Zealand Romneys this last year, and we're going to keep some of the those yo lambs this year um we our yos got very small and then you know then when you when they you return them to the factory you know when they're end of life you you know you're not you don't have any weight you know they're too small basically I and mean, they're great mothers and they milk well but you're you don't get a good price for them at the other end um so we wanted to put a bit more size into the carcass and um so the romney yeah is um Good worm resistance, hardy, um, and hopefully we'll get a bit of a bigger size. But though we still are very loyal to the old Texel, um, I uh, I'm very fond of them. And um, when you talk about um, finishing lambs for the factory, what weight would you be aiming for? And do you feed any concentrates? Because concentrates are more expensive as well in, in organic. Yeah, of course. Um, look, uh, we've um, we put in um, a kale um, kale turnip mix this autumn, and we're fattening them off that. But we also are giving we're taking out the heavier lambs and giving them a sprinkle of um, a combi crop, which is um oats bit of wheat and um beans and peas run through it and so um we're killing out um sort of 18 19 21 22 they're grading our threes obviously texels at the beginning of the season they were quick to finish and most of them gone and they're grading use start um and possibly heavier weights now that I'm thinking back on them um but kind um, of and yeah we'd be uh, uh, from the clin belter I think we'd very rarely get heavy you know up to the 23 mark you know we're 21 22 kilos on the kill sheets um and they go to ICM Camolan as organic lamb um yeah what kind of um, prices what kind of price were you getting this year yes hannah i can't be telling you that <laughs> i know it's a very it's a very personal question but i ask yeah, what lies can i tell I you <laughs> um we were i want to say we were getting 720 a kilo and i look at alex's brains behind finances um the heavier ones you know came in Pretty much, I want to say 143, 147. I got quite excited about hitting 150. But I don't think we had a 150. Um, but yeah, that that was, we get, I want to say 15% more than the conventional price. Are you happy with that? Um, look, you can always do with some more. Um, but uh, yes, I think we are. Yeah. Um, look, we, you know, we don't, we're not, we, we're not, um, we're not spreading fertilizer. You know, there's a lot of positives that are, are finance saving on the other side. And maybe if you don't get it completely back from the market, it's not, it's not a justification for 
not thinking that you're getting extra in the market. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, now we're, we um, did spread, but you're, you know, you are allowed to spread rock phosphate and we have got entered the line thing. Um, and they've pushed the tonnage of fat up. So that's all positive. Um, and we, I think in overall, if you were to look at us before we were conventional, when we were conventional, and we've been organic since 2017, that um, we probably are more uh, using less um, uh, anthelmintics. You know, we fecal egg sample and then you know, only do a percentage of the the lambs, you know, whereas before they'd all come in, you'd dose them all, you know, because you had a dry day. Now we'd be dosing them much we'd be more discerning on 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 a on a dose, which is the correct way, do you know? Um and you mentioned yeah. as well the 50, ideally it is at least 15% premium on organic lamb over conventional lamb. Mm. There are a lot more sheep farmers now in organic conversion yes. coming on track as well. Are you yes. concerned at all that there might be too many organic sheep farmers in the country and that could pull the price down? Well, I uh, that is possible. Ability. Oh, that's it's complicated. Um, having gone down to uh, Biofarm and uh, the new board beer um, chap Emmett gave an absolutely fantastic overview of organics within Europe, and um. Now, lamb might be the top end of it if people are making a change in their housekeeping. Um, but there's definitely more of a, a discernment of the shopper for organics. So I, I caveat it all with that. Like there's lamb is always expensive. You know, it's the treat, isn't it? It's the lobster of the land as opposed to, um, you know, your everyday dinner so i i think um some of that lamb will will go you know the price will pull a bit but it just depends how how much marketing gets done and how we get it out there it's you know we're stuck between the you know which comes first the chicken or the egg you know you need the market for the lamb um but if you don't have the lambs coming on then you can't you can't um, you can't guarantee it for the market if you understand get my meaning, yeah. um, and I think that's a frustration for the factories that they don't know what volume of organic lamb are coming, um, and uh, that. But yeah, no, I I look. I'm I'm a I'm a I'm not a I'm an optimist. Huh? Yeah, you seem I, very positive. Uh, it's nice actually to, to talk to a positive sheep farmer. Sometimes you don't—they're hard to find. Oh, uh, it was maybe it's Stockholm syndrome, and I'm in love with my jailer and my sheep and my jailer. <laughs> I don't know whether that's uh, being too flippant, um, but yeah, 
I am a happy I'm, farmer. I mean, I'm it's a rare thing, but they are out there. Yeah, yeah. Look, there's a huge, you know, freedom and privilege to. I want to be corny and say being custodian of the land, but you know, I, I um, it it is a privilege, you know, to to work in nature and uh, and and it has its, you know pressure points and it has its worries and some days you your feet don't touch the ground and other days shouldn't look the storm today brought its own problems um every day is different um and i think I, I, i'm now at a stage of my life where you know there's you know friends my family come over you know the the next kid generation now my own children are um you know not well of course they're interested but um but you know chatting to other people about sheep and um we had a wonderful chap who's actually a chef and he came down specifically to do the lambing because he had he wanted to know you know what our season was and what it was like to be at that end of the um at, you know the product not at the um uh, he's at the cooking end of it and um you know and that was fascinating and it was so lovely that 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 was his angle of wanting to know where the food came from and you know what was involved in um in sheep farming he's come back quite a few times now um absolutely and we never say no to them <laughs> i'm um, always on the uh, I, I i i catch a few few every now and then in um ty year you know when they've got to put in a couple of weeks um and we've joined up with acres as well so we've got a bit of hedgerow to put in um and i'm on the lookout for stray humans to come and help i have an image of you with a shepherd's crook catching people um, uh, yeah, like like, like, you would, like you would a sheep. But I suppose talk uh, finally about the scenic area that you're in and in Biofarm. They mentioned tourism on farms. Would that be anything, it, ever anything that was, would distract you? Well, uh, that was a very fascinating talk and uh, more so fascinating for us because we do have um, we do have two shepherd's huts on the farm um which we rent out um and they are you know based on they are ex shepherd's huts that the the farmer used to sit in the field and tend his sheep back in the day so um and they're converted and so it's a form of glamping and um they've been amazingly successful and the people you know people have access to the farm and we're quite happy to chat to them and um people have a lot of questions about the shepherd's huts and um, like insurance how was how was it getting insurance um well we 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 do um our, our insurance is through um where it, with airbnb and they have their own cover and then we have public liability and you know that's uh that's um and that's what we're running with did you have um, to build and, and, 
Did you have to build outside toilets and an outside no, shower? No, um, or... we're compost loos and, um, and then gas. They're off-grid solar panels um, and they're uh, compost loos, dry compost. So the pee goes one way, poo goes the other. So it's, um, yeah, no, that, it's it's an amazing setup, and um, the solar panels with inverters into a car battery, so that runs the lights in the hut, and then they've got a little um, yeah little stove and a gas fridge, um, and yeah, it's off grid, disconnect, enjoy the view, what look percentage? at the stars. Yeah. What percentage of your overall farm income do you think the um the shepherd's huts make up? Would you say they make up maybe twenty percent or ten percent of the overall income? Well, I, I I'd say I'd say ten percent, twenty percent, twenty percent. That's a nice. That's uh, a nice kind of add-on to have. To oh avoid. yeah, yeah. And I tell you, so it was. It, yeah, you know, we we um, embraced a bit of agritourism about mm. um, I'm I'm ten years now, and um, on Airbnb as a host, and um, it's it, whatever about the financial um, improvement to our estate, it actually was so lovely to have people coming to the farm and looking you know we were on a treadmill of sort of punery trying to make ends meet and juggling lots of balls but you know not and then the kids were heading to college and everything and and um people came to the farm and told us how beautiful it was and how lovely it was and how lucky we were and we'd sort of lost that um because we were so busy you know just trying to you know make ends meet and everything and it was it was very um cathartic to to meet those people and for them to you know remind us of how lucky we were and how lovely it was and and a lot of them have come back you know again and again and um and yeah so that 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 was a very positive direction that we took um whenever that was 2013 I think I signed up in 2014 I got my first um our first uh uh people coming to stay and that was in the house um and uh yeah and we went on from there um, and Selena give yourself a plug if people want to find you before uh, yeah. before okay. you leave us where can they find you on Airbnb if they want to book a stay? Um, we are um, cozy and romantic shepherd's huts um, or, or wild and romantic. Yeah, shepherd's huts. They'd be in, uh, I, I never thought of the plug. Yeah, because I want to talk about the sheep. <laughs> um, <laughs> now you've done both. You've given your sheep I a plug and you've huts. given your shepherd's That's huts great. a plug. Yeah. Selena, thank you so much. That was an absolute cool. uh, joy talking to you. And of course, for everyone listening, besides checking out Selena's Airbnb in <laughs> Wicklow and one of those shepherd's huts, 
Um, you know you've been listening to Organic Matters, the podcast brought to you by the Irish Organic Association. And for more on organics, you can go to www.irishorganicassociation.ie. But for me, Hannahson Mulligan, thank you very much for tuning in. And thank you, Selena. And we'll be back. No again. problem. Thank you, Hannah. We'll be back again next week.